it's Lauren. Thank you so much for listening to The Afterlight. Enjoy the episode. Hey, just a language warning for this episode. This episode has been brought to you by The Afterlight Institute. Ignite the light, magic, and miracles within. If you're a spiritual professional and have been building your skills and knowledge for years and feel ready to share this wisdom with the world, then The Afterlight Institute wants to work with you. If you want to create your very own online course without having to worry and stress about the technology and the marketing, then you are strongly urged to apply. All the details can be found at theafterlightinstitute.com. Right, Lauren Grace here and welcome to the show. My guest today is Daniela Devine. Daniela is interested in bringing more beauty into this world, providing a light for others to find their own way. She's passionate about affecting change and transformation for all people. She believes that the quest and human suffering is possible through connecting and integrating all levels of self. Danielle's passion for making the world a brighter and more beautiful place for all has been expressed through various endeavors. She's worked as a psychic for over a decade, performing thousands of sessions. Yes, girl. She has also taught spiritual and psychic development workshops for over nine years with students from over 70 countries. She's been a radio host in Sydney with her show Conversations That Matter and featured in national publications such as the Sun Herald. Currently, Daniela offers a range of products and services, including psychic readings, mentoring sessions, workshops, online classes, and her book, Journey into Wholeness. She operates her business on the beautiful mid-north coast of New South Wales. And she's joining me today while we're going to be talking about life as a psychic, Claire's of intuition, and the best way, is there a best way to connect with spirit? Daniela, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. So one of the ways that I like to start every single show without a doubt, because everybody's story is different, is just finding out how your spiritual journey began. So can you tell me about that? Yeah, absolutely. So I wasn't someone that grew up um, with my psychic abilities wide open. Um, I didn't see dead people. But I was always a very sensitive child, which I realized um, when I really started to go down this path, I realized that I had been sensitive all along. So I wasn't, I didn't grow up in a family um, where I saw any um, examples of psychic ability. Um, you know, I, I grew up in a very conventional setting on the North Shore in Sydney. And so when my ability started to open up when I was about 18, um, that was really a brand new experience for me. Um, I did start my um, spiritual awakening very early on. Um, and I do believe it was so that I could help um, the most amount of people on this planet. Um, and that was around 13. But everything to do with psychic, you know, when that whole world started to open for me, and it really came from all directions. Um, I had a car accident um, when I was 22. And that really put me on this path of, um, you know, when I was, you know, the car accident was quite full on. I was like rolling um, in my van over this hill and, oh. and I was like angels and guides, angels and guides. And I was, I was really tuning into please help me. And it was really my first example of them really stepping in 
And what was going on for me is although I was getting all these signs to get on this psychic path and, you know, I was, I was becoming like from 18, I was really becoming more interested in intuition and angels. And I was drawn to it. I was, you know, researching all I could, but I never thought that I could do that, but it was really the universe was, you know, kept kind of pushing me, pushing me, guiding me. And I wasn't going to start this path probably for another 20 years if it was up to me. I just, I would have thought I was too young, not experienced enough. So when I was 22 and I had that car accident, um, those three days that I spent in the hospital after I got the strongest message, don't delay, start, just start already. Mm. And I, and it was, and it was as if I needed that push because like I, I just wouldn't have started it. So my path really, you know, opened up at the right time. I really believe that. And I, I think that's true for everyone's life purpose it's not necessarily that we know from the youngest of ages although we might have a sense that we want to make a difference yeah um but for me you know I it just really kicked in like I said in my late teens and and I've been on this path ever since and I started doing readings like shortly after that car accident I literally started when I was 22 so that really pushed me on that path and 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 all the while immense like you know especially in the early days immense doubt like who am I to be doing this? But the guides and the angels whom I work with during the readings always showed up and I really allowed them to guide me in all my work and um, just feel very privileged to be doing this work. So, so um, I don't know if that sheds a bit of light. Yeah. yeah, I love that. You know, I sometimes feel, especially doing this podcast where I interview so many amazing people like yourself that you know, sometimes the spiritual world just seems too good to be true in a way. It's, it's as though it's so magical that it can't be real. Do you ever feel just those aha moments where you just go, wow, this is, it is real. There's this, you know, this unseen force that's kind of on my team behind me and encouraging me along the way. Yes. Yeah, it is you know, everything that we dream of in our, in, in like our deepest dreams and, and, and what the world could be and, and what life could look like and all those, you know, the movies that portray these magical worlds, it's like that actually exists. And, and, and yeah. when we really start to connect with, with the, the reality, the reality is, is that we all have a spiritual support system. We all have, all of us have guides and angels mm-hmm. that are there to guide and assist us. We weren't just dropped off on this earth destined to walk aimlessly in the dark all alone that's just not the case so when we open up to it it's like oh my gosh we're meant to be fully supported (laughs) we're meant to live in abundance we we have all this like it's it's this amazing experience and so when most people open up it is a sense of coming home it is a sense of I don't feel alone in the world I I finally feel connected and this feels so natural and so amazing and I can't believe I didn't know about this before it is it is it's it is like an awakening for many people and it is like a light gets switched on so it is in a way it can feel too good to be true because we haven't been taught about this we haven't been taught that this is available to all of us not just certain special people yeah exactly and that's I guess wanted to bring me other that's why I wanted to go into the next point here which is that I think a lot of people don't feel deserving of that superpower and kind oh of like you're talking about, you know, how do people kind of get over themselves, get over that deserving part? And do you find that that's a real hurdle when you're working with helping people to develop their skills that they feel, you know, kind of what you almost alluded to at the beginning, which is why me, you know, why, why do people, yeah. want to me? or why should I be the one that has all this 
this power and, and support. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is such a big thing that you've brought up. It's, it's massive and it's so layered um, because many, all of us in some way have been affected by how the way, by how the way the world has gone in terms of religion, the, the impacts of, of being taught that God and, and universe is outside of ourselves and, and who are we to think that we are powerful. And, and, and so that has been conditioned, even if we weren't brought up in a religious family, it's so just in our dna to to not really own who we really are and and then on top of that obviously we just haven't been taught that so the worthiness aspect to this work is so important because for us to fully own our psychic gifts we need to own who we really are and who we really are is not who we've been taught that we are who we've been taught that we are is um in many ways not yet not deserving of who we really are, not deserving of all the gifts of the universe, not deserving of being in touch with the wonders of creation of all knowledge in the universe. Yeah. And so that uh, epiphany or that awareness, that realization that we are worthy can open the floodgates to that infinite knowing because we need to be able to put ourselves in a receptive space to receive the psychic information and we can only put ourselves in that receptive space if we feel worthy of it. Otherwise, of course, we're going to block it. Yeah. We're going to block that psychic information, even entering our awareness. Yeah, exactly. Well, in a little while here, we are going to talk about the clairs of intuition so that our listener at home can look at some ways of developing their skills so that they are able to connect a little bit better with spirit. But before we get to that conversation, I guess I'm kind of wondering whether or not, you know, there are some strategies that you use to help people sort of unblock and work through that not feeling deserving mm-hmm. sort of, you know, whether or not there are patterns or there are limiting beliefs that we've got. I mean, there are a lot of different modalities out there. There are people that go in and they hypnotize you or they release old patterns or they do past life regression or, you know, a variety of things. So right. what's worked for you in the past or what have you seen work? Oh, um, well, I think first acknowledging that I have those beliefs, I think is immensely important. I've found actually understanding um, what's going on at a cultural societal level, how that is the ocean that we're all swimming in um, has been really powerful for me. So on that mental level, just understanding that in many ways we've been conditioned to, to think that we're not worthy and that we don't have these beautiful gifts that are given to all of us. So I think that would be the first step is just even acknowledging that. Um, I think it's important to be very gentle with self throughout this process. Many people have a lot of fears around opening up psychically um, and people are really scared to step out. So, you know, it's like that tall poppy syndrome. You know, many people are like, who am I to be powerful or I'm gonna get cut down. Like in Australia, I'm sure you've, I don't know if you've witnessed this since you've been yeah. in Australia. Yeah. Um, people don't want to be big. People don't want to be powerful because they're scared that they're going to get laughed at. They're going to get cut down. Mm-hmm. Something's going to happen. And that's very much like that's bred into us as Australians is don't be powerful. Otherwise you're going to get cut down. So I think even acknowledging, you know, for Australians that are, that are listening to this podcast is that's something that we need to overcome and, and work through is that fear and you can do that in many different ways you know sometimes especially in the context of of this conversation you even if you don't know who they are you can call on your angels and guides to help you to release the fear that you have of what will happen if you 
walk in your power, if you stand in your power. Um, so, you know, you, before you go to bed at night, you can ask your angels and guides to come into your dreams and clear any fear that's there. And look, Beautiful. this is such a big, big area. So, you know, there might be past life stuff at play here where we have been persecuted in other lifetimes and that's why we're scared of opening up. Um, we may have had lifetimes as nuns or monks and, and in that lifetime, um, you know, it was our value to um, be unworthy. Like we may have made a vow of unworthiness or a vow of self-denial. And so, we, you know, we might have to clear those sorts of vows. And, and once again, we can work with the angels and guides for that. But that's something that we can potentially get into a little bit down the track. Look, yes. I think everyone's path is so unique with clearing the, the beliefs that we have. That we've that we've taken on from from different people about who we think we are in terms of the unworthiness and and i think just with it a desire and an intention to to let go of the layers of who we're not we naturally will find the right modalities the right people if that's the the, the path for us that will help us to shed those layers and help us to align with the truth um so i would say if someone's just embarking and they're on this path and they're wanting to know how to release those limiting beliefs just setting that clear intention I would say would be would would be the most powerful first step to that that you want to shed those layers I think that's so good because I think that you know it kind of goes with our human way probably of doing everything but I think that there's a fear about not doing it correctly or properly or right and I mean from what I'm hearing from you there is no wrong way right as long as your intention is to achieve a certain goal or, or to, to work past something that sounds to me like that's enough. Absolutely. That is, that is such an important point to bring out is that there is no one way with this spiritual stuff, this spiritual business, this, this spiritual path stuff, the, the path of unfolding for yourself. And, and part of that path is to clear those limiting beliefs is so unique to you and it will emerge within you as you walk down the path, as you have the desire to learn more about yourself and to connect with who you are, it emerges and is born within you, that path forward. It's so unique. It's so individual. So that is, it, it's, it, there is no script to follow. And so as long as we are with the intention of connecting with self, you know, the universe does reveal itself to us and it will show us the way. Yes. Um, so we will be supported. We won't be doing it by ourselves, but um it, it it's a beautiful unfolding and it's just one more thing it's the most natural thing in the world it's not a learning of something that we don't already know it's a re-emergence into who we really are and if we're trying to push it it's it's going to have us walk away but in 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 the gentleness and in the the soft intentions and in the wanting to know more that's when things will just open up naturally and we it's almost as if we'll just walk down this path like water flowing down a hill it's just it just opens for us. And Beautiful. that's, I would say, the best way to approach this, this whole world. Yeah, I agree. That's so beautiful. And, you know, how do you kind of listen to your inner truth? You know, one of the things that I've come to realize is that there's almost this fear-based ego voice that operates sometimes. And then there's the other one, which is the kind voice, the gentle voice, the nurturing voice right. that sort of sets me on my path. How do you sort of maybe do you how do you quiet yeah. one side of it to listen to the other one? Or can you quiet one side? Is it important to listen to both sides of the story, for example? 
Well, you know, if you're listening to your true self, your higher self, your soul self, if you feel good when that voice is, is talking, you feel aligned, you feel connected, yes. you feel relaxed, you feel peaceful, you feel happy, you feel joyous. That's when you know you're connecting into the voice of truth. And I would say that is the voice to cultivate. And, and how do we know, even know what our, what our voice of truth is if we've been listening to uh, some other broadcast for so long, which might be the broadcast from our, the, the limitations from our parents or from our teachers or from other authority figures. We're actually still listening to the voice that we heard when we were younger. And that's yes. what's playing. That you know, We internalize that and that's what's playing out in our day-to-day life that's what's that is what's leading the show that is you know our life is is being dictated by that voice so how do we how do we even you know know what our authentic voice is well I think it's about experimenting and exploring I think it's about um discovering new ways of talking to ourselves, and 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 you know that might be through okay so usually I have this particular thought of you know when I want to um try something new in my life and this voice comes in like you can't do it can't possibly do that and then we're like okay we're gonna gonna try out a new voice maybe the voice is everything's okay everything's really going to be okay and maybe maybe we can just try this and see how it goes and how does that feel in our system when, when we speak like that and if that feels really good that's probably closer to the vibration of what our soul the truth of us and and our true self and and and, as, and when we follow that that's probably going to lead us towards our our highest path and, and, and the path of our soul. So it really is about, I find it's an, it's an exploration about really getting to know who we really are. And, and there are different, you know, then we begin to discover like what activities when we do it feel like they connect us with ourselves. And, and, and when we do those activities, okay, so then that has us access the headspace that is more, it's closer to, to who we really are and closer to our soul's voice. So mm. that, that there is, I would say, I would say in terms of like, is there a balance and should we sometimes listen to the, I would call it the ego's voice versus our, our true voice. I would say, let the cultivation be to like, listen to soul's voice because that will always lead us to higher ground. And that will be always the voice of truth. And, 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 and when we're living from that space, that's where our joy will come from. I'd say the other voice, um, you know, that, that is, I, I would say that, that, that voice is there to, to teach us certain things. I think it's been there for a purpose and we can say thank you to that voice for teaching us limitations that we can experience freedom and enjoy freedom, like that contrast duality on this plane so much more. Mm. Um, but I would, and I would say that when you're listening to your true voice, that is when magic, absolute magic will happen and, it, and, 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 but it will take courage most likely to tune into that voice because the voice of fear sometimes is easier to listen to because we don't need to put ourselves outside of our comfort zone right but the voice of the soul will lead us sometimes out of our comfort zone but will lead us to the most wondrous magical beautiful heart-opening life that right now we might not even be able to imagine Yeah, that's so good. I know when I'm intending for something, I've started practicing. I would like X, Y, Z, this or something better, please. (laughs) Because kind of what you're talking about is we don't necessarily see the full scope of the picture, you know, that there's all these wondrous opportunities and miracles that are just waiting to to make themselves known. And I guess when we don't have limitations on that, we really do create an opportunity to 
to be open to yes to the magic and wondrousness of of the spirit world so how has being a psychic influenced your life and influence the lives of the people that you've worked oh with. Oh my gosh. It must be a pretty cool oh my skill to gosh. have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, um, oh my gosh. Honestly, I I am so grateful for this path opening up for me because I um how has it changed my life? How has it not changed my life? Just having access to higher wisdoms and higher guidance that's helped me to understand myself more and to understand truths about myself and to understand my relationships honestly I I sometimes I'm like I don't know how other people do it because relationships sometimes are can be really challenging you're learning so much about yourself you know you're, you get you get triggered and sometimes it's so handy to be able to access the truth like what is the truth of the situation what is really going on here? This is what my head's saying. <laughs> this is my head saying like very loudly. And yes, my head can, it can sometimes be so loud. And then, you know, just having that ability to go, okay, so but what is the truth here? And, and what is, what is, you know, just when I, when I look at the news and, and I, you know, if I listen to the words that are being said and I might get caught up in, in, and then in, in what is being said and, and, and maybe the drama and the chaos and the fear and I go, okay, you know what? I'm going to just tune in on that deeper level. What, what's actually going on here? For what purpose is this happening? And just being able to access the higher perspective with things and having that awareness, it, it's just so relieving and, and it, it brings so much relief and so much, you know, like this, there is so much going on in the world right now. And a lot of people are scared, but you know, the higher, the higher perspective of that is something entirely different. There's an unraveling that has been needing to happen for so long and look that's a whole other topic but it has changed my life in so many ways and and um and and in terms of the people that I come into contact with I believe it has given them access to guidance that helps them to move forward in their life that helps them to sometimes see a way forward where they felt absolutely stuck has helped them to have understanding and and gain meaning from their relationships where they may have felt lost and they may not have known how to move forward in their relationships or it's helped them to understand why they're here why they're here on this earth Mm. um you know what their life lessons might be or what their soul lessons and I think that's so valuable to understand all of that otherwise you know you're going through most people are going through so much in their life and, and I think if we don't understand the greater reason as to why we're experiencing what we're, what we're experiencing, you know, why we've chosen those exact experiences, it can feel a bit challenging and, and sometimes we can get stuck. So I think, you know, always for the purpose for me, when I do my readings, it's always for the purpose of upliftment and, and empowerment and, and, and helping people to understand and know who they really are. And from that intention that I set very clearly, I believe that it really does and can, can profoundly make a big difference in people's lives and can, can really set them on their true course. So well said. That's so beautiful. And I know that our listener at home is going, okay, but how do I get started? Or how do I develop more of my, you know, psychic knowing or my intuition? So why don't we get right, into the conversation right. now of the Claire's? Yes. So I think that the beautiful. best way to go about this is maybe if we go one Claire at a time, uh, I guess there's probably not 
too many other ways of doing this. So maybe you could start off by talking <laughs> about the different clairs, because one of the things that I'm come to realize is that people very often can have one or two or three or a combination of all of them. Is that right? Yes, for sure. Yeah. So um, usually we have a predominant clair active. So that could be um, the gift of clear feeling, which is clairsentience or uh, clairvoyance, clear, clear vision or clear seeing, clear audience, which is the clear hearing, or clear cognizance, which is clear knowing or thinking. And I, don't, I, I will go through each of these. You don't have to remember them all. Um, but yes, yeah, so we usually have a predominant clear and then a supplementary clear. This is most people. So then we've got one that supports the predominant one. So say we, we're a really strong feeler. We feel things. You know, when we meet someone, we... We, we get a good feeling or we get a, oh, you know, I just kind of want to walk in the opposite direction. Sort of, we get a strong feeling about their vibe. And I don't just mean like if they're having a bad day or if they're thinking negative thoughts. I mean, maybe someone that has um, an intention that's really not, that will harm us, for example. Mm. Um, so say we have that feeling and then we get a knowing and that knowing confirms the feeling. Or we get, you know, and this is, you know, um, when I say the supplementary Claire, you know, many people may just feel like they get little feelings. Um, so don't worry if this is not switched on because we'll go through how we can switch these on. But, um, you know, you might have a strong feeling and then get a, a, a flash of a vision. But it, and it may feel like it's it, your imagination, but it's actually not. And we'll talk more about that later. Yeah. So you can have two operating at once. There are some people that have all of them active. I have all of them active because this is my work and I need to have access to explaining it in different ways to, to, to my clients because everyone takes in information in different ways. Um, um, so that's just a, like a little bit about the, the, the Claire's in, in relation to that question that you asked. And of course, there's a lot more. Yeah. There. Okay, well, let's get into it. So um, I guess when you were talking, I was thinking Great. to myself that, okay, I sometimes feel that I have a couple of clairs and I'm not sure whether or not I've got one that's a little bit more dominant than another one. So how do you kind of decipher yes. whether or not you have, can you have two equal clairs or, you know, in your work, it sounds like you've got all of them, as you said, so that you can connect to a variety of people. Is it possible that they're all yeah. sort of, just as important as each other or is your dominant Claire is there always going to be a dominant Claire and does that stay with you um yeah so so there's the kind of multi-layered answer it's no it, so for most people there'll be a dominant one and then the supplementary one um but then there'll be a whole bunch of people that will have two that feel equally strong and then there'll be also a lot of like there'll be a bunch of people that have three operating they'll sometimes hear like they'll hear a voice in their either in their mind or outside of their body or and they'll feel a lot they'll get the goosebumps and all that and they will know they'll just know without knowing how they know that they'll have all of those and they can't there's no one that is stronger than so there there's no um there's no kind of rule book with this i would right. say like as a general many people will have one that's more dominant um, so for yourself you know I find especially people who are committed to making a difference for others who want to serve others who want to make a difference in some way I find that their gifts really open up because gifts are meant to be given so of course the gifts are going to open up inside of that intention of wanting to make a difference and usually they only get clearer and clearer as our intention to make a difference 
grows stronger. So I'm not surprised that you feel like you've got a few operating, if, if I understood that correctly. Yes. <laughs> um, it's not uncommon with someone that is wanting to make a difference and does make a difference for that to be the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So why don't we go through some of the Claire's that you mentioned? Is there one Claire that you want to start with in particular, that's maybe the most common? Yeah. Yes. Great. Um, absolutely. So clairsentience is the most common. It's usually, that's the gift of clear feeling or clear, clear sensing. Um, and that is the one that is usually the first clear sense to develop for most people. Um, so that is, um, really relating to the solar plexus chakra which is like your gut so that's like the gut feelings that we get and it's when people use their feelings or physical sensations as part of their guidance system to interpret psychic energy so people that are clairsentient they will get gut feelings about people about situations about events so say for example someone like I was just saying before uh say say you are eagerly awaiting, like you're eagerly awaiting to meet your new boss and you meet them in the the moment you meet them and shake their hand, you're like, oh no, I can feel, I can feel something's not quite right. I can, I can feel them. I can, this, I can, there's, there's something, there's something a bit, a bit funny going on there. And so people that get the gut feelings about people, that's part of sentience. People who get the gut feelings about whether someone's lying or telling the truth, that's, the, that's part of clairsentience. People, you know, I find that the clairsentients are usually re- like the sensitives. They call themselves sensitive. Mm. They are the ones that may find it a bit challenging to be out in really busy places, really busy environments, shopping centres, crowds, because they feel, they can feel the energy. And as if they're not managing their gifts, it can be really tricky. It can be... Yes. It can feel like an overload. It can, yeah, it can feel like you, you know, you're having a great morning. Maybe you've done your yoga or your meditation or not. You're just having a good morning and you're like, you're right. I have to go shopping. I have to go in the shopping center. I go into the shopping center um, and I start to get a bit agitated. Say for example, say someone with class Indians and then they start to maybe get a bit frustrated and they, they walk out the shopping center and they're a completely different person. Yes. And what is going on there is that they're picking up on the energies of what's going on from everyone that's in that space so you know as a result sometimes those people and look the empathic gift is part of clairsentience mm. um which we'll i will cover as well but you know those people often can feel like they want to kind of retreat from the world a little bit because it can feel like all a little bit too much so you know for the for the listener out there if you feel like you're the sensitive and, and you feel a lot most likely it's the gift of clairsentience or the empathic gift operating and there are ways to manage that gift so that it doesn't need to affect you at all. And that's really about really um, focusing and tuning in, like, you know, setting the intention. You only want to pick up on the most positive energies in any environment. Mm -hmm. That's something that you can do. Um, So the gift of clairsentience, um, you know, people with that gift also very usually strongly connected with animals or nature because they can feel their energies and they've got beautiful energies or crystals. Um, So that's, that's, you know, how, that can manifest in someone but it's also you know in terms of how that gift manifests in the physical body so it's about feeling so people can get you know the goosebumps the or the angel bumps the ting the feelings of like the tingling or the air pressure changes that people can feel or the temperature fluctuations in your body all of those are signals that a clairsentient person will use to register feelings so 
so and that will might be different for everyone so say some, one person gets the hairs on the back of the neck that stand up when something bad's about to happen but another person may get their hairs on the back of the neck stand up or on the arm when when something good's about to happen you know it's different for everyone so there's yeah. no sort of like this signal means this but usually I find that the person knows for themselves what that signal means because they've gotten it enough in their life that they're like, whenever that happens, that feeling, I know that that means that person's speaking the truth. Like for me, I'll get an energy rush through my body. When someone is speaking like profound soul truth, I will get that very strong feeling in my body and it will be accompanied with this knowing but I will get the physical sensations of that and it will be undeniable. I'll be like, whoa, this is powerful. This is probably, this not, it will manifest. Like what you're saying, it is truth. Um, so, so, cool. so that's, yeah, yeah. And look, a lot of people have, have had these experiences and they yeah. haven't known that it's part of a really beautiful psychic gift. This episode has been brought to you by the Afterlight Institute. Ignite the light, magic, and miracles within. Yeah, I think one of the things um, is so as I'm getting older and wiser <laughs> uh, that I'm starting to realize yeah. that, oh, wait a minute, I wish I'd known a lot of this stuff before because I, I was exactly like you were talking about the person who goes to the mall, feels overwhelmed, who gets, who takes on a lot of people's energy, all of a sudden I've gone from being in one mood to feeling down and confused about that. And then at the same time, I get, you know, goosebumps and these sort of things. And it's over time that I have right. started to make sense of it. I've started to understand that, yeah, goosebumps is confirmation. It's validation. It's truth. Like you're saying, or being aware right. of managing my energy. So how do you suggest that people manage their energy when they are clairsentience? Because I'm sure you can relate when you're yeah. not managing your energy. It is really uncomfortable and crippling. And you really tend to avoid a lot of opportunities, I think, to, to grow in, in yourself, to meet new people, just because you're not really aware how to manage your energy yet. Yes. So well said a hundred and 50%. Yes. That is, and such a common experience for so many clairsentience and empaths. I just want to talk a little bit about empaths before we talk about the managing of energy. Cause I think it, yes. empaths are the ones Yes. that um, like really need to focus on managing their energy. Otherwise they're going to probably develop a whole lot of symptoms that um, really pull them away from life. So yes. the empaths, which is like a really developed form of clairsentience, which is not just the, oh, I get the goosebumps. Oh, I get a gut feeling. It's really when the empath, the empaths actually absorb and, and take on um, energy from other people and experiencing, experience it directly. So what I was saying before about, you know, they're at the clairsentience, they get the signals and it's different. They get different signals, meaning different things um, with different people get those different signals. Um, and with the empaths, they will experiencing it, experience it directly. So if someone is feeling, say, say you've got a coworker or, or a friend and you're, you're sitting with them and they're talking about the grief that they're experiencing, maybe their mother's just passed, the empath will feel that grief in their own body as, as an experience, they will feel it. They'll, they will feel it directly. Or if someone say they're spending time with someone and they, they start to develop the, the empath may start to feel this um, pain in their right knee. And they're like, Oh God, like where, I didn't feel that before. And then the person that they're sitting with talks about the pain that they're feeling in their right knee. 
So they experience it directly. And the thing with empaths is they are the healers of the world. So they actually absorb other people's energy. They can often take that energy from that person and absorb it for themselves. And, and, and so the, the empaths, as you can imagine, if they, if their gift is unmanaged and, and they're walking around and, and there are different levels of empaths, some people are just a little bit empathic and they'll sometimes feel when they're around people, they'll feel the emotions of other people. And, and then there are the really in, like the empaths that, that have the gift so, so fully switched on where they feel like they need to stay home all the time because they feel everything and they feel they have aches and pains everywhere because they're taking on everything. So regardless of where you are on, on in, in that kind of sliding scale with, with the empathic gift, you know, what I really find is for the gift of clairsentience, we want to be very clear about who, you know, when we are listening to someone, for example, or we're listening to the news, as soon as we put our focus out there, we're going to start to pick up and get feedback on the energy and we're going to start to feel things. So I would say if you're listening to someone and you begin to feel something, just bring, and you don't want to pick up on whatever it is you're feeling just bring your awareness back to yourself to your breath start breathing start breathing and just see if you can create a bit of energy a, a bit of a bit of distance energetically between the two of you you can visualize as if there's like a bubble of light between you that is separating your especially from your solar plexus so as if there's a bubble of light between their solar plexus and your solar plexus or from them and you and that will just create just so that that energy is not flowing right into you that's something that you can do. And I find that's, that working once again with the intentions can really make a difference. But I would say the first thing is become aware of when you are being impacted um, with, from other pe- with other people's energy. So the clear sentience and empaths have to be very like monit- monitoring all the time, managing. Okay, so when I'm around that person, my energy suddenly dropped. Okay, so when I'm in that environment, okay, my energy dropped. Or I started to feel differently. Okay, so what do I need to do right now so that I can stop taking on that energy? Okay, maybe I just need to start breathing. Maybe I can say a few affirmations. Maybe I can put my music. I find music really blocks out energy from outside. So if you're a really strong empath and you're still learning how to strengthen your energy, put put earphones in, listen to music, stay focused within yourself. That'll stop you that feed like getting that feedback from outside of yourself. There's a lot of different things that you can do. Working with boundaries is a big one. Um, Really working out what's yours, what is other people's stuff. So that when you start to feel things, you can identify, okay, that's someone else's stuff. I'm going to breathe and let that go instead of taking it on. I'm just going to, okay, I'm feeling anxious. That's okay. Is that mine? I wasn't feeling anxious a second ago. Okay. I'm going to breathe in and now I'm going to breathe out and let it go. That's not my story. That's not my stuff. And, and, and you know what? It's, it's, a, it's about being super conscious and super present and super aware. And that I find makes a big, big difference with this gift. Is, is that enough? Oh yeah. That's a lot. That's, I mean, not a lot. That's absolutely perfect. <laughs> that's a lot, girl. No, that was, that was super great and super helpful. So thank you for that. I know that helped me already. I learned some new stuff and I know our listener at home oh, learned wonderful. as well. So let's keep going through the list because there's a lot to get through when we yes. think about it. So you've kind of mentioned um, clear cognizant is clear knowing. So I guess sometimes yes. I feel confused about clear knowing and clear feeling. So would you say that they're very similar? They're quite intertwined? 
or are they quite different? <laughs> they're they're a bit different. So the 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 clear cognizance is the gift of clear knowing or clear thinking. So the clear cognizance when they receive information, psychic information in that way, they have they get downloads of information that um it's like the realizations, the revelations, the aha moments, like the penny dropping. Mm. It's that knowing, it's undeniable. There is no filtering. When you know something, you know. Whereas yes. the feelings about things, sometimes we can still filter them based on uh, maybe experiences that we've been through. Um, or you know, it, it, it is a different experience. One's more in the gut. The clear cognizant information I find when it comes through is more heart chakra and then um, crown chakra. So we feel it in our heart as a knowing, or it's almost like it feels like we can feel it in our brain. Like we can feel like a tingling or like uh, we, we might hear the high pitched ringing. That's, that's the clear cognizant. Usually download of information coming through is in that way. Or we get a very clear thought that's repetitive. It can manifest in different ways, but in terms of your question, which I've never been asked before, and I'm still trying to get my head around, um, the clear cognizance, the knowingness is, it's just, you know, you know, when you know, when you know, there's like no questioning. Yeah. It's an all, all knowing. And where, yeah. and the feelings, you know, is more in your, in your body, in your stomach, in your gut, in your, yeah. um, you know, and, and what I actually find is sometimes that with the clairsentient and the empathic um, information that comes through, can sometimes make us feel really clogged up and and a little bit um, like we've got other people's energy in us sometimes. Sometimes it can be super clear, like when we get the goosebumps and the, the, the you know, rushes of energy, like that's beautiful and, 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 and really clear but with the knowing. And see, this is where it gets a bit confusing. So you might get the knowing accompanied with the energy rush, right? Right. So both happening at once. So maybe maybe you get you're getting them at once so you're like oh god how do i know the difference because you're getting the knowing accompanied with a physical sensation yeah um but if you can kind of just separating it out if if it's accompanied with a physical sensation or a feeling like like a like a feeling yeah in your body or feeling then that's clairsentience if it's just a pure knowing and some people may not never have experienced that so they don't know what i'm talking about yeah but yeah, the knowing. I think it's just there's that there is that distinction. One of the best ways that I I feel that I've been able to explain the clear knowing is like when you read something or someone tells you something, kind of like what you're talking about, you just know it's truth. You just know it's truth. You don't need to explain it. You don't need to, you just know it is so. <laughs> That's just kind of the best way that I right. <laughs> I've used it for myself. Cause sometimes when when I just know something to be true it might not make sense, but I, what I, you know, I might not have, let's say all the information to come up with that particular response, but I just know it enough that I trust it. And so I guess when, you know, I'm thinking about kind of like what you're talking about, sometimes I'll get the, the knowing, but then it'll be accompanied with just the feeling as well. So I guess in that way would be that I would, I would just be having the, almost the double confirmation. One of the things I wanted to ask you is, you know, you hear those crazy stories of those people and they've booked flights on airplanes and then they just get this, this feeling or this knowing, I don't know about whether or not they need to go on the plane, that there's something that's wrong there. So is that very often, you know, 
messages. It's going, don't do it. Don't do it. Or like you said, you could be getting the feeling where there's just something that's not right. So it just seems to me like all these gifts sort of mesh together sometimes, I guess, depending on who we're talking to. Yeah. So um, with the, with the knowing, so um, what you were saying about the flight, you know, say, say someone's booked their flight and that morning they wake up with a very clear knowing, or even, you know, there were a lot of um, examples with the twin towers, the nine 11, where people right. that morning had that very strong knowing don't go into work today or get a coffee on the way to work or whatever it is. They got a knowing about that. I don't just mean yeah. a thought, but a strong knowing about that. And they didn't go into look that this opens up a lot of conversation because then people might be like well what about everyone else why didn't they get the knowing to not go into the the the, the twin towers that morning so look I would the, the thing I would say to that is you know with the spiritual guidance system that we've got operating um, when we are going to pass if we are going to die if they can see something's going to come up before it is our time to die then there will be an intervention. And sometimes that intervention is don't go into work today. And it, it's a, it might be a clear voice that someone hears clear as day, as if it's someone speaking in the room. Mm. Um, it might be um, when someone is driving in a car and they suddenly hear the voice get into the right lane and they move to the right lane and then someone comes screeching down <laughs> the left lane. Yeah. And there's an, and there's a then there's an accident. So no, that's that's more than okay. Um, maybe your dog is confirming. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? Do you, do you know what? Do you know what though? I find when we start talking about the guides, the animals can feel as well on some level sometimes. So sometimes they'll feel the energy. Um, and sometimes they're just barking at something. Well, um, actually, there's but, nothing um, going on here if you just started reacting like that. So yeah, so I would say yeah. that the guides started to come in the room because we're, we're talking about this. So it's always, you know, with everything that happens when we start to talk about this, these, these sort of topics, it's always, uh, I always kind of look at it like, okay, the dog is responding to the energy, probably can see a guide that's coming to the room to, to help you to understand this or to have this conversation or whatever it is. So um, with the claircognizance and, um, you know, it's good to be aware, you know, we've got these guides and angels we're not going to pass before it's our, ter- our time. If we are, the other time they can intervene as well is when we are totally off track. And like, for example, they intervened with my car accident, right? I was going to say, Because yeah. I was. You so needed that, to be you know, really di- redirected, apparently. <laughs> really, really redirected because, and you know what? I, I, I wouldn't have, like I said, w- I wouldn't have. I know my, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gone down this path. I just, and I would have been like, not, nah, not time, not old enough, 22. That's too young. That's way too young. I have to be at least 30. Like, so I needed something big like that. So, so just, you know, with the, with the clear cognizance and the, and the knowing, yes, it can be that we get those, you know, really clear mes- messages that come to us at those times, but it can also just be when we're in the shower and we're worrying about, maybe we're worrying about someone in our life. Maybe we're really worried about our mom or we're really worried about our sister. And we're in the shower. And the reason I say the shower is that's often where a lot of people get their knowings because we're relaxed and our mind energy is not super focused on anything. It's more expansive. And that's often when the claircognizant information can come through. 
So say we suddenly get a really clear thought that everything's going to be okay. And we just know that everything's going to be okay, for example, with our mum that's in the hospital. And, it, and, and that knowing kind of filters through our system and we just start feeling really relaxed. And that helps us obviously to navigate that time in our lives. And, and, and so I've developed it to a point like my mum was going through a health scare and, and everyone around her was really worried. And I now tune into that feeling of knowingness and I go, what? what is and I'm like I know I know know this is fine I know I know that she's going to get the result on this day even though the doctor said it wouldn't be till I know it's I know it's going to be in the afternoon that she's going to get this result you can really start to play around with it and and um look that's 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 further on in terms of developing this gift but just you know in terms of those repetitive thoughts or those clear knowings that come through the times to get it is is when you're maybe doing the wash up you know you're not really it's when your mind's expansive it's it's when it's when you're not focused like at work or you're not focused and that's that those at those times solutions will come maybe realizations will come salute yeah that will come at those times so I would say pay attention if you start to get if, if you get solutions if you get those repetitive thoughts I would say follow them action them especially if they're spontaneous and out of the blue like where did that come from I was I wasn't thinking about that at all but it's just popped in and it kind of feels right kind of I, I, I might try it it's got a bit of energy if I feel into it or if I just sit with that yeah it's got a bit of energy I can feel something with that I might just let's see if we can, let's follow it today and see what happens and that's what I would invite people to do is 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 at those moments because people are receiving more guidance than what they're aware of they're just not knowing that that's how it might come through and so, it, you know, their role is then to action it and, and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't action it, somebody else might get the same message and they might do it before you so <laughs> action it. That's something else. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk yeah. about clear audience, because I guess when you're talking about clear cognizance, that's the thinking. So it's when you're getting those ideas popping into your head, but it's not to be confused with hearing, right? Clear hearing. Right. So can we talk a little bit about their audience? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So clear audience is the clear hearing and it might be hearing, um, you know, it can manifest in so many different ways. It can be you're hearing the voices of spirit guides and angels. Um, Some people hear the voices of other sorts of spirits um, that are maybe of lower vibration. Um, and I will, let's talk a little bit about psyche protection as well, just so pe- people feel mm. safe to open up to all of this in a bit, yeah. I think yeah. it would be yeah. great. Um, and, um, you know, people may hear celestial music. Some people actually wake up with, with, um, I, I, I went through the stage for a while where I would wake up and hear angelic music and it was so beautiful. Like it was, oh my gosh, it was like heaven. And wow. I know I was tuned into those higher, those higher realms. Then at that time I was really connected with the angelic realms. And that was beautiful. You know, sometimes people hear, a, they'll have a song pop into their mind. And when they actually listen to the lyrics, it's like the perfect message for them for that day. And that's another way that clear audience can manifest for people is they, the guides, the angels, our spiritual support system will pop a song into our mind. Because what better way to deliver a message than pop, you know, pop a song into our mind that has the exact message yes has the exact guidance that they're wanting to give to us yeah so that's a way that many people will have already gotten guidance but they would not have been aware what was happening behind the scenes um that would have helped them to guide them and to 
to, to help them with the situation that they were dealing with. So um, that's something that's, you know, that's fun. So just, you know, I'd say pay attention to songs that pop into your mind. I'm sure people are already thinking, you know, along those, <laughs> along those lines. Um, but, you know, some people wake up and they hear their name being called. And that's another way that for some people they've experienced Claire audience. They just mm-hmm. hear their name being called. Um, some people will literally hear a word. Um, so they might um, hear a sentence or a word and that message is, has helped them at a particular time in their life. So as I'm talking about all of this, it's, there's a common theme and it's always about helping them, guiding them, you know, <laughs> like what it, it, that's, that is, that is the purpose. If, if there's going to be an intervention with guidance, it is always to, to help us, to guide us forward, to, to it, that, that is the whole purpose of this guidance system is to assist us to, 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 to move forward and to understand and to, because this is a training ground. This is a this earth. This life is a learning environment for all of us, and 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 they're here to be our coaches and our mentors and our guides, not to live our life for us, but 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 to guide us. So, um, and you know, just knowing about that sometimes can open the channels to them even more. But but just back to the Claire audience, you know, we can experiment with this a little bit. So, what we can do is even if we don't know who they are, we can say, you know, main spirit guide at this time. We've all got our main spirit guide that oversees all our lessons at this time and oversees all the other guides that are working with us. Um, We can say, main spirit guide, can you please come near me? And then we can say, what is your name? And then just wait and just notice if anything comes. Mm -hmm. It may or may not come. And then it's about trusting if nothing comes, trust that they might not want to give us a name. And we might say, main spirit guide, can you please give me a message for today? And just breathe. And you might want to ask for a word. Can you please give me a one word message for today? Just noticing if anything pops into your mind, you might hear something. And, and look, if any of the, you might, you might, it might come through as a feeling, might come through as you hear peace, you might hear relax, you might hear whatever it might be that will help you for today. And, and it really is more than anything, you know, getting ourselves into that receptive space. And that's usually through the breath, breathing, just concentrating on the breath. Don't even worry about the answer. Don't worry, you know, the, getting into the receptive space isn't kind of like hanging out for the answer. It's about connecting with ourselves, getting ourselves into that relaxed space so that we're that receptive vehicle, whatever it is, so that then the guides, it can just drop in because mm-hmm. they're, they're, project, they're projecting the answers to us. They are. It's whether yeah. we receive it, whether we can get into that receptive space. And, and so, you know, there are different ways to do that. And, and I would say for those that are just starting out, just, you know, focus breathing into the stomach area. Just just ask the question. And just if you have any thoughts come up, thoughts of doubt or fear or just thinking about your day ahead, just bring your awareness back to breathing into the stomach area. And with no expectation, no attachment to outcome, I find that gets in the way a little bit with, with receiving. Mm-hmm. Um, the more kind of relaxed and and like lighthearted in a way we can be with this whole process. That is the energy. That's the space where we are 
we are a match to the the vibration of the guides because that's their energy yeah and so when we're a match of course it's just going to flow in that guidance that's beautiful I like what you're saying too, as well with your examples there, you were intentionally creating space because very often our minds are trying to fill every moment with commentary. And so I find that when you're listening to someone like yourself speak and the speaker is being intentional about creating gaps in right their words or their sentences that they're creating space there. And sort of like you've shown just now, when you're creating space, that's where, you know, the information is coming into. So do you find that, you know, being present is pretty much one of the most important things to make a priority or develop that skill to be present? Because kind of like what you're talking about, the guides could be there giving us information, but if we're too worried or fixated about what's happening tomorrow or what happened yesterday, we're missing it. We're missing our, uh, our, our breadcrumbs to, to follow essentially. Yes. A hundred, hundred, hundred percent. That's a, that is such a big part of it. And, you know, even, you know, the, the, the act of being present. So if we are, if we're in the future, say, say we ask a, a question to the guides about, um, about our, our future or about something we're worried about, we ask them a question and we are in fear, which is about the future. It's predicting, you know, you know something bad's going to happen or, or, or attached to an outcome. That's not being in the present moment. We can't receive what is there right now. Yeah. The guidance that wants to come through right now, that's going to assist us. And, and, and we need yeah. to be aware of when we're being pulled out into those, that, um, those, you know, being living in the future or living in the past because, yes, all information, all guidance is here right now. Um, and it's, look, it's easier said than done in terms of like, yes, be just, just be present. Sometimes we need to, to talk ourselves through it and go, it's safe it's safe for me to be in this present moment. It's, mm-hmm. it is safe for me to receive this guidance. You know, it, 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 it is okay. Everything's going to be, you know, cause sometimes people don't want to surrender control. Yeah. You know, they, of course, you, you know, if, if you had certain experiences where when you weren't in control, something bad happened, why would some people don't want to surrender control? Some people don't want to listen to others. It does not safe. So I think there's that part where we go, what would be coming through as guidance will serve us and will be for our highest good in ways we can't see right now is taking into account every single person involved is taking into account everything that's going to happen in the future. So if we uh, open ourselves to receive this guidance, it will be the highest road, the safest road, the best possible route, the fastest, most efficient route to get to where we want to go. It's going to work for us to be open to this guidance that's such a big part and that actually helps us to be open and to be present Mm -hmm. because then we're not like oh but I want this to be the outcome I want this I I want this to be the answer because as long as we're stuck on I want this to be the answer there's no way we're going to be able to receive accurate guidance it's it's just not going to come in yeah we're too full of we're too full of the answer yeah, that's right. We are, or yeah, we're too full of the expectation that we expect to have or that we think we want. I mean, I remember I was listening to Wayne Dyer. Mm-hmm. I think I've mentioned this on the show before 
where uh, I was listening to him and he was talking about how when you really feel the need to control something, that's your key to surrender. And uh, for me, I'm somebody I like to control things. It's, it's my tendency as an Aries, especially um, to do that. But <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm aware of is that when I'm feeling like I really want to control a situation that I need to kind of step back and surrender. And I guess a big part of that is is trust, right? It's releasing the expectation. It's knowing that whatever is for my highest good will come about. And Mm. I don't need to be the one Mm. to make it happen all the time. I can be the passenger and just go with the flow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you would have co-created it in some way through your intention of maybe wanting to have a certain experience, maybe with making a difference or you're wanting to collaborate in beautiful ways with people or whatever it is. And then it is about, you know, you don't know how that's going to happen or whatever it is. And then, and then, and then stepping back. Um, and, and you know what, like just when we most want to control, I agree. That's, that's the time to surrender. That's yeah. the time usually when we most need the guidance. That's the time when having those higher solutions will be the most valuable to us. Like at those times where, you know, another example, you know, with a medical thing, you know, my sister was in labor and she'd been in labor all day and it was going a bit south in a way, like it just, you know, the baby was getting stuck and they're like, Hey, we have to, we have to now go in, maybe do a cesarean and, and everyone, you know, all, for some reason, all my family were in the waiting room. Like, I don't know how, like, as in like stepmom, mom, dad, sisters, like, I don't know why we're all there, but we were all there waiting and, um, I think we were all, we, were, we had expected that the baby would have come already. So we were all waiting and we kept hearing the updates and I was like, everyone was going into fear and I thought, okay, I could go down that route. I don't, that doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel good. I was checking like, does that feel good? Okay. No, that's not what yeah. my soul is want, where, where my soul's wanting to go. Okay. I'm just going to step outside. And I did, I went outside. This was at the RPA hospital in Sydney. I stepped outside and I just went for a little walk, which is what I do just to move the energy to clear that fear from my system and to clear those thoughts. I do, I breathe, I breathe, let, 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 let that go. Cause you need to be an empty vessel for then the truth to come in. Right. So I need to, I go, okay, that thought, I'm going to let that go. Let go of that feeling from my stomach. I'm let go of that fear. Okay. Okay. So what is the truth? What, what do I need to know? I ask those questions, asking the questions is the intention that then calls forth the solution that calls forth the answer, right? So, okay, what do I need to know? What do I need to know? And I was just breathing and walking and just enjoying the nature and just connecting. And then it came through my heart. My heart was like, everything's going to be fine. That's the truth of my heart. Everything's, everything's fine here. I know it. And I was able to then, and then I walked back into the, into the waiting room and everyone was, you know, fear is contagious and, and everyone wants to share fear. So, and everyone started yes. to speak at me. And I was like, you know what? I know it's going to be fine. I know it is. I know this is going to be fine. And they wanted to keep going, but at a certain point, they did it. They stopped with the, with the fear because you can't really, when someone's in their knowingness, you know, it, that's then contagious in a way. So, and that then affects the whole room. So, and yes, there are certain people that were still in fear, but I could then hold, I could hold that space. I could be the torchbearer. And so that is, that is what is, is possible in those situations is in, and, and is to take a step back, to take a step away, create a bit of space again, create a bit of space and then just, what is the truth? And then, you know, breathe, allow it in, 
and 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 that that can change everything for you and your experience of it so beautiful well we are close to running out of time so we will have to do a part <gasps> two i know i i was looking at the clock and i'm going i really hope you don't have anywhere to be because we're running over time <laughs> but uh okay. you know i was thinking that for part two what we'll do is we'll come back we'll talk about psychic protection we'll talk about whether or not you're imagining something or it really is messages from spirit maybe some ways of connecting yes spirit team. But before we do, I would love to talk a little bit more about clairvoyance. If you do have some time left to, to be able to speak on that. would love to. Yes. Um, so, um, clairvoyance is the gift of clear vision or clear seeing. And many people think that clairvoyance is psychic ability, but it's just one of the clairs. And I just want to be really clear about that. If you're just a feeler, it doesn't mean you're not going to receive as accurate and as specific information as you would with clairvoyance and clairvoyance are those visions um, might be imprints might be impressions that you get it might be like a flash in the mind like a, like a flash of an image can manifest that way can be like a movie playing out in the mind's eye can be like a daydream um, so it can manifest in many different ways and and many people will experience the clairvoyant gift differently so the feelers amongst us the empaths may at first get a very strong feeling about something that will then um, become a vision that will feel like it's through their imagination. So it'll feel like they're making it up. But if you are someone that is a very strong feeler and you, that's the way that it starts and then you, you get a vision after the feeling, I would say trust that vision. That is part of the clairvoyant energy. It's just the energy flowing up to the third eye chakra from the solar plexus. Can take a little while to get up there um then there are the people the clairvoyants who you know they see the auras as if around someone or they see the energy fields around trees they can see the orbs like those round circles of light which are consciousnesses of spirit guides and angels and past of a loved ones um they might yeah they can see um many different things like in the world and and so what i want to say with that is not everyone and most people will not see that way many people will see it in their mind's eye many people if they're wanting to activate that gift of clairvoyance that will manifest you know it might manifest as a, a flash of something and they might already be seeing into the future they might be daydreaming about and this could be fully in the back of the i say the back of the third eye it feels like it's in the imagination but they've been daydreaming about their life purpose for years and they think it's just wishful thinking but that is guidance they've been seeing what their soul wants them to be doing mm -hmm. and they their beliefs are in the way what who they think they are is in the way what they think they should be doing is in the way of that and as soon as they if they were just to clear those beliefs that path would unravel for them so beautifully but that is something also to take note of are uh, your daydreams because that's absolutely that imagination is connected to soul energy and is connected to higher self energy. That's another way that guidance can come through clairvoyantly. Um, you know, there are those that will focus, you know, they will set the intention to see into the future um, and they will see it almost like a vision in the front of their mind um, or they'll see a vision. So say, for example, someone, say a clairvoyant or a psychic wants to know about someone's relationship and someone says they say that clients ask them a question and the question is 
um, I, I really dislike these questions, but as just as an example, will I stay together with this person, which I don't generally like people asking me because it kind of gives you power away, but say that is the question and, and the clairvoyant sets the intention that they want to know about their relationship. They ask that question and they focus on the relationship, maybe the connection between the two people. And in their mind's eye, they get a vision of a broken heart, which is a, like a, like a metaphor, like a symbol, right? Yeah. And that's the way that that clairvoyant receives their information is all sim- symbolism and metaphors. And that might be the whole way that that particular person, that's their way their, their clairvoyant gift um, manifests. So mm-hmm. it is different for every single person. And, 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 and if you're the person that just gets a flash in your mind's eye of something, it's so quick and then it goes, I would say trust that. Um, I would also say, you know, the clairvoyance, you know, like not everyone's going to be clairvoyant. Um, and I would say with, with that particular gift, if you do want to develop it, um, you can just start to visualize, you know, you might have a piece of fruit, like an apple in your hand and then close your eyes and try and recreate the apple inside your inner mind's eye, because, that's the way most likely you're going to be seeing. So it's like as soon as you can really visualize that, visualize that inside your mind's eye, that's exactly how you're going to be most likely getting the guidance. So um, it's that faculty that then receives it from the guides. Um, look, this is such a big area. <laughs> I did a five-hour course on this on Udemy, which I think yeah, um, I'm in it. You know about. So I'm like <laughs> yeah. trying to like yes, which you're in it, and <laughs> I'm like trying to like, and so it's a bit like oh disjointed, but. Um, is there anything that you think that people would really benefit from knowing with the clairvoyance that you'd like to ask or that you would like to um, ask? I guess, you know, I, I, I was kind of going to save this for part two, but I, I will ask it now because I think it's important, you know, when you get visions or impressions in your mind, you know, how do you decipher what's your imagination and what's truth? And that being said, you know, sometimes we do live in fear, right? We do worry about what might happen. And I guess when I, if I ever get a fearful thought, sometimes it can be connected to a picture. And I don't necessarily think that it's a vision as much as just a fear-based thought in my imagination. Mm. So what I do is I go cut, cut, clear, de- delete, 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 or erase, 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 you know, just try to kind of <laughs> okay. get rid of that. So I guess I'm wondering whether or not you have some advice for our listener at home. And I guess myself as to whether or not, how do you decipher what is your imagination and what is legitimate spirit guidance on something? Great question and very necessary question. So yes, obviously every single image that pops into our mind isn't guidance. Um, and every single thought that pops into our mind isn't guidance. So we, I, I would say with that is we, the, the connecting with ourselves, connecting with, the guides and maybe that can be part two um and and so what i would recommend gosh this is this is such a multi-layered question slash answer and it's it's it may may require more of an explanation than what we've got time for but i'll try my best yep so we want to really set the intention before we say say we're asking for guidance on something i would say call on your spiritual guidance system Guides and angels, only the highest guides and angels. I want you to be working with me with this. And then um, can you please give me a vision that will help me set a very clear intention, very, very clear intention about exactly what you want. Can you please give me 
the prayer or intention might be, can you please give me a very clear vision that will help me to understand this area of my life or this thing that I'm going through? And if the vision, if you get something through and there is any fear, disregard it because fear, and I'm not talking about like, oh, I didn't expect that vision to come through. It's more like if there is fear or panic in your body, most likely it's not going to be a vision because of from, from the higher, higher realms, from, right. from that, that higher guidance. Because usually when we receive like visions from that higher space, it is usually accompanied with physical sensations. So either a very like a heart expansion or a feeling of this is truth or a feeling of upliftment or a feeling of forward movement, like inspiration to move forward with it or a relaxed feeling or a peaceful feeling. or So I would say if it is not accompanied with any sort of physical sensation and you kind of are like, oh, I don't know if this is real. I don't think this is real. You're left with a feeling of, I don't think this is anything. Mm. Then I would say, maybe it's not. And, and that's not always the case. But I would say, you know, if you get a vision, maybe just stay with the vision. And if you haven't gotten a physical sensation straight away, just stay with it. Notice if anything, if it's got no energy around it whatsoever, then it might not be anything. You know, when people daydream about their, like what the example that I used before with their, they're daydreaming about their life purpose. Yeah. And they don't even know it, but they're getting guidance from their soul about even what it looks like. It's usually accompanied with something in the heart, a feeling of happiness lightness joy freedom it, there's there's a there's an energy associated with that and and so and so that's what I would say and, and just as like a you know there are a lot of other things that we can look out for as well like you know does it ring true for us um you know there's a lot of different things that I can list out but I would say the main thing is just is it accompanied with those feelings those physical sensation those feelings and also if there's fear you can just let it go just disregard it completely which I think you're already on track with all of that from what you yeah, just well, what you said cut, cut clear delete it's always been really helpful it's a good one <laughs> throw that in there all the time yeah. if I think of something that I'm like no I don't want that to manifest just erase that well thank you so much Daniela. Yeah. that was been you know that's a really powerful conversation that we've had. I know we have lots more to discuss. So in part two for our yes. listener at home, we will be talking about clear smelling. We'll go into some clear tasting. We'll find out how you can hmm. find out which is your strongest Claire. We'll talk about psychic protection. One thing that Daniela just mentioned briefly there uh, made me think that it would be really interesting to talk to you about psychic ethics and you know whether or not there are some tips and tricks that Daniela's got for the best way of connecting with your higher self or your spirit team that wasn't covered in this episode. So is there anything, Daniela, that you wanted to bring up just before, you know, we hit pause today? How can people get a hold of you? I know you've got a book coming out. I mean, next week we're going to have yeah. part two, so you'll be able to say this all again, but the, uh, the floor yeah. is yours, my friend. Yeah, so if people do want to connect with me, um, my website is divine, D-I-V-I-N-E-works.com.au um, and they'll be able to reach out and contact me in that way. Um, yeah, my book that's coming out, it's called Journey into Wholeness and um, in 
it's been a uh, something that I've been writing and editing for the last four years and I really it's, it's a beautiful uh, resource to help people to connect with themselves, with who they really are, um, to shed the many layers that they've assumed and picked up throughout their life and to reclaim their birthright, which is wholeness, um, which, you know, is completely linked with the development of our gifts because our gifts is, is our birthright as well, the unfolding of them. So um, that is actually going through... Um, and the editing and the, the second edition of that. So you can purchase the um, first edition, um, but that will be coming out in a few months, I would say. Just wait wait for that um, if you are interested in um, that journey of wholeness. And yeah, I just, look, I love this topic. I'm so grateful to you, Lauren, that, um, that you have this podcast and this forum to be able to do these things and to help people to open up to their gifts um, and, aspect to themselves so thank you for having me on thank you and i'll talk to you again next week <laughs> yes that sounds great hi thanks so much for listening to the episode i hope you enjoyed it if you did please leave us a review where you listen to your podcasts and share it with your friends thank you new episodes every thursday <laughs>